You're listening to the Date Smarter, Sexier podcast with dating and relationship coach, Andrea LaRosa, and my co-host and producer, Kanan John Dewey. Baby, here I am, I'm a man on the scene. I can give you what you want, but you got to go home with me. I forgot some good old love, and then I got some in store. When I get through throwing it on you, you got to come back for more. Boys and things will come by the dozen. That ain't nothing but drugs, don't love it. Pretty little thing, let me light your count. Cause mama, I'm sure hard to hell and I yes around. Hey, hey, hey. If you are watching us on YouTube, you just saw our super fun, cool little new countdown. If you're listening to us on the podcast, you kind of missed it. But that's okay. We are like so professional now. I'm like kind of sort of impressed by us. I'm not going to lie. I'm really impressed by us. I'm seriously like I watch the countdown and I listen to the music that they have um, paired up with the countdown. And I think, oh, my God, we could be the next Tony Robbins. We could be. I can go out and put my, you know. You know, actually, I had a breakthrough today in like my improv class where I'm finally getting comfortable with just like talking about my experiences in front of people and being more comfortable with just who I am. Because over this last week, I was having a discussion with my husband about my career and my aspirations. And he was like, Kenan, you got to forget about what people say and just be yourself and have fun. And now I'm, I'm trying to, I'm getting into the groove of just putting myself out there. So I don't, that's great. Yeah, I just I wanted to share that. I feel like we were at, we we're sitting at a round table for a second. I was like, should we all just share our feelings or what's going on with us? It's this what week? we do. It's what we do. It's what we yeah. yeah. I mean, we started kind of incorporating our like week a little bit and mm-hmm. you know, hopefully our listeners are okay with us talking about it. Speaking of our week, um and some of our listeners that are in the Facebook group might have seen this. In our Date Smarter, Sexier podcast Facebook group. That's a fucking mouthful. That is a mouthful. (laughs) A mouthful. (laughs) And a mouthful. Cute. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I posted up. I'm just going to gloss over that. I posted up um, a a conversation that I'm trying to find right now in the group, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. What just happened to it? Okay, there it is. I wanted to know what people thought uh, or if they were willing to actually be honest about their love languages and honestly say that gifts is one of their love languages. Mm. And I was really surprised by some of the comments. I was really impressed by some, but it ended up sparking conversations with friends, with clients, just in general, people started just DMing me comments about like, no, no, no gift gifts aren't my thing. Mm -hmm. And so it's got me all fired up. So I really wanted to talk about it today. You know, my feelings about gifts is I think gifts make people feel guilty because there's the term gold digger that's, you know, thrown around all the time. Uh-huh. Like in uh-huh. my past relationships, I don't know how, I don't know why, but I seem to have attracted men who had stable jobs that kind of wanted to do shit for me. So for a little hot period of time, my sister would accuse me of being like a gold digger. She's like, oh, you only go after men with money. You only want a guy that, you know, has a job. And I'm like, I mean, not really. I mean, I just, I end up on dates with men who have jobs, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I just attract a different kind of man. I don't know. So that being said, in my current relationship, that was a part of the his love language in the beginning it still is mm-hmm. and in the it was so hard for me to get used to it it was so hard because if someone expresses their way through gifts because i saw my parents do that to each other and i, mean, I guess they appreciate it, i don't know but um it's weird when the other side of it, because you you almost feel like you don't deserve it, but you want it because it does feel good, but you don't want the f- person to feel obligated to buy. I don't want him to feel obligated to buy me a gift to show me that he loves me. Um, and I think that's where it comes from. 
other relationships mm-hmm. use mm-hmm. it to show their love and that's the only thing they do and it's superficial sometimes yeah so i think there's a lot and i want to hit on all of these points but there's a lot of points that i think we need to hit on with this one and while yes we are talking about love languages in your relationship really quickly in case you aren't aware because i hear sometimes people say like such and such thing is my love language and i'm like that's not a love language there are five love languages folks there's only five it is quality time uh, physical touch, words of affirmation, acts of service, and gifts. And the reason why we're really just going to focus on gifts for the most part on this one uh, is because it is the one very, very, very controversial love language. And it's the one that people always say like, no, 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 I don't like getting gifts. I'm a zero. And in fact, someone today sent me their results because they thought, I didn't believe them when they were like, no, I'm a zero on gifts. So they took the quiz and sent me a copy of their results and the gifts said zero percent. Here's the thing. You know how easy it is to take a quiz like that and to know what you should say. And so that's how you answer the questions versus how you really feel like a pre-employment test. (laughs) Yes, yes. Or what you're doing is you're telling yourself that gift giving means I don't feel loved unless someone gives me jewelry or a car or uh, a new laptop or a new iPhone. That is not that's part of gift giving. But if you really understand the love language of gifts, which we're going to talk about, Then I have a funny feeling after you're done listening to this episode this week, I want you to go back and retake the quiz. Just Google the five love languages quiz. It'll come up. It's uh, Gary Chapman wrote the book. And so it's on his website and how to take the quiz. There's a lot of different quizzes, but the one I want you to take is about the love languages. Because I think I think your results will come up a little bit different after you listen to us talk about what that actually means. Kanan, first of all, do you know like where you are as far as your love languages? Just curious. Mm, I really don't know. Can you state them one more time? It's gift giving. Mm-hmm. It's so um, physical touch, quality time, mm-hmm. words of affirmation, mm-hmm. acts of service, mm-hmm. And gifts. I think we we may have had it when we were talk when we were in a dating season talking about this. We did, but in the relationship, I noticed like it kind of changed because when I was dating, it was different. You know, it was mostly like yes, um, touch and stuff like that. Oh, how much he doesn't mm-hmm. touch me enough. Oh gosh, why? Um, but now that I'm in right. a, in the relationship for all this time, it's shifted towards acts of service and mm-hmm. quality time. Quality time is the most important, actually, because I almost, I'm not going to lie, um, <laughs> it's hard for me to take jobs sometimes on, at nights and weekends because that is a time I devote to my relationship with my husband. Now, if I get sent away on a movie for a few months, that's different. But to take a permanent right. situation where I'm away from him every single night and all weekend long, I... I <laughs> That won't help me in my relationship with him. I feel like it'll help right. us grow apart. So it's definitely quality time and acts of service as well. Acts of service meaning I like when he like just thinks of something that would make it easier for me that I wouldn't even think of. Yeah. Like, or um, it's I don't know if this is an act of service or a gift because it is a gift, but I feel like he gave me a gift based on a bad experience I had in the past. Now, while it is a gift, yes, but what he was doing was trying to re- What was the gift? Can you share? Yeah, so it was Janet Jackson tickets. Because when I was younger, I- I, Yeah, remember that story? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so- he was trying to re like redo a bad experience that I have. So is that technically just a gift or an act of service? It's technically a gift. And I think that's actually a really great point that you just brought up that maybe we should also kind of cover acts of service because there could be confusion on what what is an act of service, just like there's confusion on what is a gift. Right. Um, And it doesn't mean 
So here's the problem, folks. Y'all keep trying to say, I don't need gifts. I'm a zero. I'm going to call bullshit. 100% bullshit. Because you think you're a bad person if you say that you like to receive gifts. Mm -hmm. First of all, you're not a bad person if you like to get gifts. And gifts come in all different sizes, Mm -hmm. right? There's the big holiday gift, but then there's the little gifts. Those sweet little gifts that you get on maybe a regular basis that you don't think of as a gift because it doesn't fall in that typical language. So here's an example. Um, If, for example, your partner goes to the grocery store and decides, I just did a video earlier, so this is the example that's like fresh on my mind. Your partner goes to the grocery store, does the grocery shopping, comes home and brings you home a treat, right? Mm -hmm. Say you love um, like cinnamon rolls. Mm -hmm. That's your favorite. And your partner comes home and is like, oh my God, I was at the grocery store and look, babe, I bought you a cinnamon roll for later because I know you love them so much. I know, isn't that sweet? I kind of want that. (laughs) My husband did that the other day with crab ragoon. (laughs) Ooh. Yeah. That is a gift. Got it. So anything that's it just tangible, whether with you, a bow. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That is a gift. It's a mm-hmm. small, thoughtful gift. What it costs, like maybe three or four dollars mm-hmm. from the grocery store. You were already there. It doesn't matter. But the point is, it was thoughtful. Yeah. That is still considered a gift for your love language. Mm-hmm. When you, when that partner comes home and hands you this um, cinnamon roll and you feel all warm and fuzzy and you're just like, oh, my God, I love you so much. You are so fucking thoughtful. That means that one of your love languages is gifts. Yeah, I think mine is definitely. Does that make sense? Yeah, because I like it when he does do special stuff like that, which in return, I notice he likes my acts of service like I'm conflicted on how I feel that he shares this with people. I do too sometimes, but I, based on a dynamic of our relationship, we talked in the last episode about, you know, opposites attract, you know, we are interracial relationships. So when he shares this, I'm like, how are people taking this information in? But that being said, I like to steam his clothes in the morning because I noticed that he's a little rattled in the morning, can't really pull his shit together. Aww. So I do that for him in the morning and I also drive him to work and I like to have a meal prepared for him at night. And some nights I even make him a martini to meet him at the door with. And he always like shares that with people. Like, oh, he oh likes doing God. these different <laughs> things for me. So I wonder if... He really likes the acts of service that I do for him because I do try to make his life as easy as possible because he does have a high pressure job. Why? Let me just. Um, why do you drive him to work? Because we have one vehicle. Is that really an act of service or is that quality time? Ooh, I, you know I feel what? like I yeah, now that you asked me that, that's probably not active service. It's probably quality time because when I don't, I mean, sometimes I don't feel like it, but you know, when I do it, it is still some, <laughs> it's the morning time. It's still like, you know, right. another 15 minutes to a half hour of us being together. And it, that's usually the time where I'm like, you know, just sharing my feelings. And he's like, <laughs> so. Right. So that might actually be more of quality time than yeah. an act of service. So here, let me give you an example. So like there are going to be um, those types of moments where it's like, well, God, I don't know which one it is because I'm driving him to work. Yes. Is it an act of service? Sure. If it's if you are driving him to work because he hates driving or, you know, maybe you. You're a couple who only shares one car. I know that's not you guys, but like I'm just saying. um, Then it's an act of service. Yeah. Okay. Like if you're trying to say like, well, don't don't take the bus. Don't take public transport. Like, let me drive you instead. That is an act of service. If you are driving someone because you want to have that quality time, you know, you get up in the morning, you make breakfast, you drink your coffee, you get dressed, but you're not connecting And you know that you're not connecting. But once you get in the car and you're in the car driving together, that's your time to connect. Then that's quality time. 
So there that, are yeah. some things that can kind of be both. Yeah, I can see that. And I can actually, I enjoy giving him the acts of service because I see how much it makes him happy. So even though I'm not crazy about him sharing it with everyone just because of the dynamic, I do enjoy doing it for him because, you know, <laughs> he's so cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he sounds like he appreciates it. So it sounds like his love language is acts of service. Yeah. But then he loves so to surprise that- me with stuff like like random ass gifts, like something I've, I said I wanted for a while, like out of nowhere, which is manifest. Like, he loves to do that, like, to, like, blindside you. Yeah, it's sweet about him. Okay, so let's talk about that, because that's another one that I saw in the Facebook group that people were talking about that's, it, like, deep breath, Andrea. Don't get upset. Yeah, don't get upset. <laughs> it's not upsetting. It's just um, frazzled. Wrong word. Frazzled mm-hmm. is the right word. Um. So often I hear people talk about their giving love language, what they like to give, right? And Dr. Chapman talks about it in his book and on his website. So if you take the quiz, you'll see like, oh, no, but he actually does talk about this. Okay, he's not the only one who talks about love languages. And I disagree on this point. You're giving love language Yes, I keep seeing people say like, well, gifts is my giving love language. That's how I like to show someone that I love them. That's how I show someone that I care about them. That is fine, except we're talking about love languages in a relationship, a very, very established relationship. You should be giving what your partner needs to receive. Yes. So if somebody is married and they come to me and they say, oh, yeah, gifts is my giving. And I say, oh, well, what's your husband or wife's receiving? And gifts is like towards the bottom for them. Then I know that you are not giving them what they need to feel loved. Yeah. They're just doing what they think they the person should have. Which happens in some relationships. Right. It's like, oh, here, take this. It's like, I don't, I don't fucking need another handbag. Well, I mean, maybe that's a wrong, you know, gift example. But, you know, <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, yeah. Yes, maybe please. I do. I'll take this Chanel bag. Oh, my God. Thank you. Give me more. But no, um, like, yeah, what kind of gift would be an annoying gift? Like, maybe like, oh, hey, I got you this subscription to Weight Watchers. Oh my god. Yeah. FYI, never do that. Don't do that. Do you suggest Unless people they specifically cl- say they want it? Do you suggest <laughs> people buying clothes for their partner or people Ooh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, here's a very case by case situation. That's a great question. Yes, buying clothes for your partner is okay if they ask for them. Yeah. Like if they don't ask for them, don't buy it. So I feel like there's it's so the many wor- red flags. It's the worst <laughs> fucking gift you could give someone because then the person that got it feels pressure to wear it at some point. If they don't like it, that's kind of awkward. And you don't want to tell the person, I don't like this. I always what? find accessories or something that the person actually said they wanted should be given to me as a gift. That's why my husband's gifts are so good because it's usually something I actually fucking mentioned. He didn't just, like, I had someone in my past who would give me gifts of things that he likes to receive. And if I didn't use it in a certain amount of time, he would come to me and say, or ask, I'm sorry, not say, he would ask, oh, I noticed you didn't use that um, manicure set that Mm -hmm. I gave you. Can I use it? You know, it's just sitting there. I'm like, Sure, take your gift back because it wasn't even a gift for me in the fucking first place, and it almost was like right. annoying that they even gave gave it to me as a gift. It's like it's it was thoughtless. So, if you're giving a gift, make sure it's thoughtful. That's for sure. That's actually a great point because so how many times do we give gifts that we want that person to have, mm-hmm. but that person doesn't want? We give a gift assuming our partner might appreciate it because we would appreciate it. You have to take you out of it when you're giving a gift. So honestly, like if you're going to give a gift, 
then the gift needs to be about the person receiving it, which also means you need to be okay with the fact that they might turn around and say, I don't like it. <laughs> and it's like, all right, cool, let's go return it and just get what you want, which you could avoid all that if you didn't get it in the first place and yeah. you got something else. Or if you just simply ask Listened. them, but I'm not, yeah. Like, I'm not talking necessarily about like holiday gift giving. I just mean like the day to day gift giving. Mm-hmm. Right. And understanding that an act of service and gifts are very different things. A gift is something that's tangible. An act of service is you doing something for them. If you're sitting down and giving some ad- advice, that's an act of service. Mm-hmm. If you are, um, say, for example, you will just use you and your husband as an example. Say you cook dinner and he cleans up the kitchen without you having to ask. I love it when he that's an act of service table after like because I cook dinner almost every well, at least there four to five nights a week. And honestly, I'll sit there after like, you know, we're done eating. He jumps up to clean it. I mean, he just puts it on the counter. It's fine. At least it goes from where we're eating to in the kitchen. So, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Little steps. But every time he does, I'm like, yay, <laughs> on the inside. Like, I didn't have to do that. That's so nice of him. Or when he opens the wine. On the inside? Why not on the outside? I say thank you. But I'm just saying, like, when I see him do it, it just makes me no, so excited. you do more than thank you. Oh, I mean, Do okay. that. That's not sarcastic or condescending. Oh, no, you have to be careful. (laughs) I'm not not saying don't be cautious about that. (laughs) You have to be careful that you are like, oh, my God, yay, you cleared the table. That's a condescent. That's that's just, oh, my God, that's just so mean. Yeah. However, if you if he clears the table and you're like, God, it's so sexy when you do that. Oh, I like that. Do more of that. Yeah. Be flirty with your compliment. Oh, when he out of nowhere takes out the trash. Oh my god. I almost come. Right? I literally almost come when he takes out the trash. I think a lot of people do. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I don't hold it against my own relationships. Like I mentioned earlier, he has a very intense job. Like the stuff he tells me that he deals with, because he works with a lot of lawyers and stuff, and they're very intense people. I was once close friends mm-hmm. with a, 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 an attorney in Brooklyn, and now he's a litigation. Anyway, I don't know. I don't, immigration, something. Anyway, there mm-hmm. is very intense in a law firm, any kind of law, whether it's litigation mm-hmm. or accident, whatever it's called. He, he deals with a lot of intense people. He's not a lawyer, but he deals with a lot of lawyers. So... When he does something like that, I appreciate it only because I know that he does so much. And he, when he comes home, he just wants to like melt into the couch, drink wine, watch TV and forget the day until the next day comes. That being said, yeah. you know, I'm making life easier for us as a couple by doing things. So when he does take the initiative and do stuff like that, I do appreciate it. I really do. Yeah. And like, again, you hear you're doing a lot of different things to show him that you care about him. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's not just like, oh, I only like acts of service, nothing else. That's not how this works. You actually will have a score for all five. All five will mean something to you. And whether you're single or in a relationship, it'll change. If you're Mm -hmm. in a relationship feeling unappreciated it will change Mm -hmm. if one of the five love languages is getting completely ignored and left out then you're going to feel it pretty heavy and it's going to bump itself up on your quiz if you take it again because it's not being met this is true so if for example you say you're in a relationship where um, you, when you're single, you're like, oh, physical touch is so important to me. You get into a relationship in a few months, you take the quiz again, and all of a sudden physical touch is lower because it's being met. Oh, yeah. And now quality time all of a sudden is your number one. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? How did that happen? I need to be touched. Well, you're getting touched. Yeah. You're just not getting the time together that you need. Yeah. So now it's a need and it's 
it's something you're thinking about more often. So you're like, yeah, I'm yeah. not getting that met. So yeah. when I take the quiz, that's my number one now. It does shift from that. Like at first when you're dating, it's like you're kissing and touching and maybe you're having sex all the time. Who knows? But then at some point it is more like, <laughs> oh, Hopefully. man. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, man. I wish I had a routine together. Like what shows do you like to watch? Like let's watch something together. Ooh, what foods do you like? It's like then you start to crave like some kind of life with that building something like you don't know what it looks like but you feel like if if you start building on something you may have like a better chance at a relationship so i can see how that naturally goes up but Mm -hmm. then as that rises physical touch does go down because you are building a routine you're getting used to each other and then that's when you have to like start to try to date each other again and other things become important yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just, uh, I don't know. Like it was, this conversation has been like weighing on me all week. And I know our listeners don't listen to us before we like record, but Keenan and I usually have like our routine of, okay, we know what we're going to talk about for this episode. But this was one of those weeks where I was like, we're skipping that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was like, we got to talk about this because this this has been a, like a huge conversation. A lot of people have been talking about it, believe it or not. Um, I've mm-hmm. seen a few friends of mine who have podcasts or they've been featured on podcasts. And the topic will be love language, you know, because I guess more and more people are learning about how to love each other and how to communicate because I guess our parents really didn't do that as much. You know, it feels like our generation right. and younger generation have been more focused on who are you? Share with me your desires. Let's communicate. Let's be open. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. And that's all people want to do is talk. And that's fine. But um, it's it's kind of forced like people to, to figure each other out because not everybody needs the same thing. Like I've been in relationships with guys in the past that were very stoic. I mean, they needed different things. Like I couldn't do certain things with them. But then also that relationship couldn't grow because it's from what it sounds like is you need like a good mix of all five to have a fully successful relationship or at least to juggle all Mm -hmm. five at the exact same time where some relationships you only get like three or two and the rest are completely ignored and those are the relationships that don't last yeah right because all five have to be there in some capacity. Yeah. Sure. Gifts might be the smallest. It might be the lowest on your list. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me personally, gifts are always the bottom of my list. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's not there, though. Mm-hmm. It absolutely is there. When someone, when my partner comes home with just even the littlest gift, the littlest treat. I brought up the whole uh, cinnamon roll thing because, like, honestly, that's one of my weaknesses. Like, Mm. you come home from the bakery and you brought me, like, a fresh baked cinnamon roll. Like, Like, we're going to have sex. It's that good. (laughs) Well, isn't it kind of like an aphrodisiac cinnamon or some shit like that? We should probably do a show on that. No, 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 no. Who knows? But um, isn't it kind of almost like an aphrodisiac, like, sweets in general? Like, I would imagine... Because when I go past a Cinnabon in a mall, it makes me feel so warm and so horny. Like, I'm not going (laughs) to lie. I can see why it makes you feel like that. I mean, it gives you a dopamine high. It does. It really does. And when you have that, you have that rush of excitement and endorphins start going. And yeah, Yeah. so it does make sense how it kind of works. Um, In the Facebook group, I wanted to mention this because... uh, I thought it was, I was reading through some of the comments. I'm looking at it now. Um, and there were a couple of comments in this conversation about gift giving or gift receiving that really caught my attention. And I kind of wanted to point out because someone had said, yeah, gifts and trips, like vacations. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh my God, where does that actually fall? Because that can actually fall into multiple. Sure, if someone says like, let's go to Hawaii, trips on me, I'm gonna pay for us to go to Hawaii, right? So that's the gift side of it. But then it's quality Your partner's paying for it. But yes, once you're there, it could very well be the bulk of it could be the fact that you're gonna have all this quality time together. You're gonna Mm -hmm. be exploring new things, trying new things together. That is quality. 
my husband, like after we got when we got engaged, um, one day he came home from work. He gave me this envelope and I opened the envelope and I'm like looking at this letter. I'm like, it says you're going to Hawaii. No, no. Cause how he started is like, Oh, I got this letter from my job. And I'm like, what's that? So I look at it. It says you're going to Hawaii. And I'm like, your job is sending you to Hawaii. What, what does it have to do with me? I don't give a shit. And he said, no, <laughs> for our honeymoon, we're going to Hawaii. So it was like, I was fucking shocked. But then we get there. He kept surprising me with these, these little tiny experiences. Like he rented a Wrangler knowing that I've always wanted to have a Wrangler. Now we own a Wrangler, but he did that on our honeymoon. But now to this day, one of my fondest memories of our relationship is that trip to Hawaii and the experience of us exploring caves and being on a catamaran and going snorkeling. We didn't go get to go hiking, but the sunsets are insane. Mm. Kauai is like one of the most beautiful fucking places on earth. And then on our way back home from Hawaii, he surprised me with upgrading our seats to first class. And that was a whole fucking experience in of itself. So wow. it was an experience. Of, I feel like that's the one gift that we do do for each other is creating experiences for each other. Like this weekend, we were just sitting at home and we're like, what are we going to do? And I'm like, let's go ax throwing. He'd never done that before. I've done it before. He's never done it before. And then we did it together. I mean, this place in LA, it's okay. It's weird because you're basically on like, uh, what do you call those? A three, a third, you have a third wheel. If you're on a date with someone, there's like someone that's like, at your table with you, you know, teaching you the whole time. Oh, fucking time. (laughs) That's not normal in most places. The whole, exactly. When I went to do it in Florida, we were left the fuck alone. Yeah. They come and teach you and then they leave. And then they leave like towards in the middle of it. I'm like, Hey, are you here the whole time? He says, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's some California thing. I, it made me hate the experience. It's like, I don't know this guy. I'm trying to have fun with my husband. Then he's telling us to hurry up and drink our beers and eat our food. It's like, why am I being rushed to this experience? It was, I like the place, but that was a terrible experience. I don't want to be on a date with some like random guy I just fucking met. That first they made us wait 15 minutes late for. Anyway, I'm not going to say the name because it's owned by, anyway, I'm not going to say anymore. Yeah, because I think it's just the place that you went to. Because up here, they don't do that. Yeah, I, I, uh, oh, so she made that as a choice. <laughs> it might words. be like the the um they serve alcohol. the venue. Yeah, the oh. venue might have made it part oh, okay. of theirs. Oh, we have two well. of them up here. One does not serve alcohol, and one does. And the but one that great- doesn't. Yeah. Oh, but, so yeah. we need to go to one where you don't drink because I know just take away the fucking alcohol. I cannot be on a date with this third guy because it was weird because me, my, I'm trying to like, you know, play with like we're playing and we're having fun with it. Yeah. And every time we like joke around out of, out of nowhere, we hear this voice. Yeah. So Kaden, you're up to 52 and he's I'm like, oh, what? Who? What? Yeah. So why are but, you here? <laughs> <laughs> that being said, we love experiences like together. When, uh, besides the cool, I, I don't mean to, I just want to share one more because it was a Bonnie experience. I think I may have shared it before. One of our first dates, we went on one of those obstacle courses in West mm. Orange, New Jersey at the Turtleback Zoo. And it was my idea, of course. We get there, we get up in these trees and stuff. I'm looking down like 60 feet to the ground. And all I have is a harness <laughs> on me. I'm scared as shit. He's not. And the great thing about that was... He pushed me through it because I was ahead of him. And there was this little girl behind us, so, which was even worse. She's, just, she's like hopping through everything, doesn't care. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, what's happening? What's happening? But that was a great bonding experience. That's why I, I, I highly recommend experiences for couples. I see guys buy people gifts or girls buy their mates gifts. Experiences trumps everything because then something will happen in the midst of all of that. And then you're always going to have this story. Oh, remember when blah, 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 blah happened. And it's like, it's, I don't know. I feel like it creates like Mm -hmm. that tighter bond in a relationship. If you're out there doing experience versus like just going to the movies, going out to a restaurant, 
taking them to the mall and buying them some expensive purse or or jewelry yeah. or or a car. Those are boring. They don't last. You forget about it after a few days. You get used to it. But experience, you'll never forget. So that's that's the trick right there is that if you are gift giving or if you are doing quality time, if it's touch, if it doesn't matter what it is, whatever it is, if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over, this is now the norm. And we naturally block it out. It's just become the Ah, normal behavior. I see. So it no longer contributes to me feeling loved and appreciated because this Mm -hmm. is the standard. You keep moving the bar up, up and up and up. Mm -hmm. So if you want gift giving to be your, if you want to give to your partner because your partner likes to receive, not because you like to give. (laughs) Oh, I like to receive. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Then it has to change. It has mm-hmm. to be elements of surprise, right? It's got mm-hmm. to be oh, those yeah, moments surprise. that mean something. It has to mean yeah. something. You can't just be like, yeah, you know, um, I buy my wife flowers every single week when or every Friday night on my way home from work, I get her flowers and she's used to it now. Instead, make it random. You know, mm. I was the afternoon and I was thinking about you. So I got you flowers today mm-hmm. and then wait a few weeks. Don't, if you make it something that's routine like that, it loses its specialness. Yeah. It doesn't feel special true. anymore. Yeah. I got to think of more special stuff thing. to do for John because I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm not doing enough to show my appreciation. What else could I do? I got to think of something. I love what happens, right? You make dinner every night and now that's just your role in the relationship. Yeah. So whatever services can you offer him? One thing he loves for me to do that I always usually can't really do is watch shows. I know I'm an actor who doesn't, this, it's, it's, it takes a lot of energy out of me sometimes to just sit and watch TV because I used to do it all the time when I was younger. But as an adult, right. for some reason, I just don't feel the same way. I, I can watch a movie. I can watch a three-hour movie. Easy, easy. But television shows where it's like in, you know, orders and there's a credits and a new one and credits and a new one. I, I like check out a little, it's, you know, because it's a continuous story. He loves me to sit and watch shows with him. So I make more of an effort to watch more like shows. Cause I notice he really enjoys that part of his day. Cause he always brings up stuff like, Oh, his mom died when he was 21. So he always be like, mm. Oh, me and my mommy used to do this or me and my mommy used to do that. So it, it brings up that up. I, I can't really, you know, argue with that. Or I can't be like, no, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I'm going to go to bed. I put an effort into making sure we have more time to like do these things that give him the nostalgic feels that he wants to incorporate. Yeah. Obviously he wants to link me and experiences he had with his mother together. So I need to be more open to that. And I have been trying to be more open to those experiences with him. It's not that he's necessarily linking them to his mother. It's that he feels appreciated by whoever it is, whether it's a parent, whether it's a friend, whether it's a significant other, he feels that love and appreciation by spending that time experiencing that time together, right? That's that quality time. Like when you were talking about experiences, having Mm -hmm. a new experience and sharing that new experience together, that's quality time because it's a bonding. It's a, you know, we're both doing something new together. We're experiencing this for the first time. Same thing with a TV show. If it's not something mm-hmm. you've seen before, we're watching this TV show together and we're both experiencing it. That's we're engaging in quality time together. And so that's true. probably a big one for him. This is true. Cause he, sometimes he wants to like talk about certain shows. I'm like, Oh, I didn't see it. I said, Oh, but I did. I'm like, Oh, but then it's like that for a movie. Movies, but there's plenty of movies because I, I now have Movie Pass again. <sighs> anyway, and so I end up seeing way more movies than he does. So we'll see stuff pop up on our, or, or I get screeners because, you know, now it's set uh, oh, right. award season. So a lot of screeners, oh, yeah, those yes. have been coming in the mail. He, that's like his favorite Yay. part of being married to an actor that's in the East. Oh, we get the screeners. We get the screeners. Um, 
So, but a lot of times I see the movies already because I go to the movies and like watch them. Right. So I have to be mindful of that because it's, if it's like a movie that I know he wants to see, like I still haven't seen Wakanda yet because I know it's a movie my he wants to see, but it's like, I just can't run to the theater because it's a three hour movie. I don't want to watch that twice. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless I really love it, but that's a chance I'll be taking if I go and see it by myself first. Because there's some right. other movies that I won't watch again because I'm like, oh no, that's a terrible fucking movie. But he's like, oh, but I didn't get to see it. So that being said, I'm more mindful of what movies I even watch now because he wants to experience it with me for the first time. Right. And he wants you to experience it with him too. It's not just one way. So if you do go and see it and you're like, oh my God, it was so great. I want to see it again. It's kind of taking away from what he's looking for in that experience because now you're not sharing it for the first time together. You already know what's going to happen. So it's not as exciting for you. And he wanted to share in that excitement to see your first reaction, whether it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Keep yeah. that in mind. Oh, my God. I, have to. I think this, this was great. I feel like. Like this was a great conversation. I do, too. And I feel like the essence of this whole conversation is just to be thoughtful of your partner and listen and communicate what. Yeah. If you're going to give gifts, just make sure it's a gift that the person actually wants or something you both can enjoy together. Mm-hmm. And remember that your definition of gift giving and acts of service might not necessarily be their definition of it. So check in with your partner. And if mm-hmm. you've been together for a while, you know, every six months or so, Check in, sit down together and take the quiz and see what your love languages are because they will change over time. Yeah. And you want to be able to have the conversation of, I want to make sure that you are feeling loved and appreciated by me. And mm-hmm. I want to, I want to explore this more. And if you take the quiz mm-hmm. together and your partner says, Oh my gosh, my uh it's acts of services, find out what that means to that person. Like, what would you want me to do? What could I do that would make you happy? And then Mm -hmm. they may come out with like all these things that you were like, well, those are easy enough to do. I didn't realize this would be important to you. Yeah. And then try them. In the past, just like bring it towards an end. Two of my relationships, now that we're having this conversation about leveling, I could could pinpoint why both of them end. My first ended because- Ah we stopped paying attention to physical touch. Like that is a one thing that I did not get it because we became such a partnership, such friends that we had quality time, oh, mm-hmm. physical touch and gifts. He wasn't a gift giver, um, but we had quality time. We had access service and we had, what was the other one? Anyway, so we had the other, but there were two that just were not being met. And in another relationship in particular, he will always give gifts, but would not give quality of time. So all the gifts he he eventually gave me, I threw in a fucking garbage bag and tossed in the trash. I think I might have like one thing left of him that he gave, he gave me a lot of fucking shit. But I ended up hating the gifts because the one thing I really wanted in the relationship, like I got physical touch. It was the best sex I had in my life. Oh, nothing on my husband. Um, but... He gave gifts, but he did not give physical touch. He gave gifts and physical touch, but he did not give quality time and not too much access service because everything was really Mm -hmm. focused in on what what I could do for him and, you know, that kind of shit. It was very superficial. So I'm glad we had this conversation. I think if anybody thinks back on their past relationships, they can kind of be like, oh, that's why that one ended. And that's why. And in the timeline, it kind of gets you to where you are now. And think of like, look back at things that people have given you. You know, um, I remember I had a couple guys back to back that I had dated who gave me plants instead of flowers. They would show up for a date and they would give me like one of those plants that you get from Trader Joe's. But I love those things. Love them. I I tend to kill them, but (laughs) I do love them. And so that is technically a gift. And it, it was so sweet. In fact, I still have one, two, three, four. I still have like four or five of them that someone has given me as a gift. They're still in my house. They're beautiful. I don't associate it with that person. I don't look at it and think of them. I'm kind of sort of that person. Like 
almost a lot of the stuff that I have, I look at and be like, oh, I remember when blah, 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 blah gave me this. Not my husband. Like I wore this shirt one day that he gave me on my birthday. And I was like, I remember when you gave me this on my birthday. He says, no. I'm like, (laughs) it wasn't him. It was him. He bought it from Target. Uh, he gave it because it, it had palm trees all over. He he knows that I wear a lot of patterns sometimes, so he mm-hmm. gave me that on my birthday one year. It's just like a little side gift. Um, but that being said, like I still have like jewelry that I know exactly where it came from and what man gave it to me, or a shirt, I mean, or a jacket, yeah. or like a sweater or something, you know. Right. And some people could potentially not like getting gifts because they feel, and this happens a lot to women, they feel controlled by the gifts. Oh, what do I have to do for him in return? Yeah. Right. And I've actually met men like that too, where they're just like, no, I don't like gifts because she never gives me anything that I actually like. She just gives me crap or things that she thinks I would like, but I don't actually like it. So that plays into it as well, which is why you have to keep retaking the quiz. Like if I took it today, I bet you anything, mine would be quality time, physical touch, words of affirmation, acts, or no, not. Oh, that's the other one. Gifts, then acts of service. Cause I don't, acts of service don't really do it for me right now, but that's just right now. Before we, before we leave, words of affirmation. What exactly, like, is that just your oh. partner saying, like, oh, you can do it, babe. Yay. Like, like. Without the really lame sarcasm. The yay. <laughs> <laughs> so words of affirmation are things like, um, you know, if you, here's a great example. Say you clean up, you know, you break breakfast, whatever you clean up your partner makes breakfast, you clean up and your partner says to you, babe, I really appreciate that you did that. That was really helpful. Thank you. Uh, That's words of affirmation earlier. Mm -hmm. Or you get dressed to go out and your partner's like, damn, you look hot. Words of affirmation. You are so beautiful today. Yeah. Words of affirmation. I actually get a little upset if I put effort into an outfit or I change my hair. He doesn't notice. I'm like, (laughs) You know, why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why do I even try? Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't have to just be about looks. I think that the examples I gave were mostly about looks, but things like, you know, God damn, you're so smart. That's so sexy. Those oh, are all words yes. of affirmation. It's how you use your words to affirm that your partner is amazing. Yeah, I can see that. Because so a lot of times I feel like we nag our partners more than we give them affirmation. Like, oh, you Absolutely. never do. It makes me happy. You're always pissing me off. You're a piece of shit. Growing up, I didn't see a lot of that in my household. So a lot of my early relationships, I've always like zone in on, on the most negative parts of the relationship and like gloss over the positive stuff and just only focus in on what's wrong with the relationship. And they all ended. So there's that. No, I get it. I, I think I was the same way until I really start until this career really. And I really started to understand it. I think I used to be the same way. And it was just like, I wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't say anything nice. I would only say mean things. And it's like, well, yeah, yeah, of course I appreciated you doing that, but I expect you to do that. Oh, that's just a shitty (laughs) thing to say to someone. Yeah. Well, I wasn't the brightest in the twenties. That. That lingo, though, I feel like it was shared a lot of how we should talk to our partners. It was all the sitcoms. I mean, I don't know if that mm-hmm. influenced the way you spoke as a 20-something-year-old, but I feel like Definitely. that way of speaking to your man has been kind of pushed around as the independent, strong woman. You're a stupid piece of shit. Oh, my God. I have to do everything on my own. Oh, men. I've kind of seen that, you know, you know, yeah. pushed around. I've also kind of seen the opposite side where men is like, oh, you're a dumb woman. Like, do I have to explain everything to you? You're just stupid. I, oh, geez, Jesus Christ. So it goes yeah. both ways. Um, that mm-hmm. being said. It was like a segue moment. I wasn't sure what was happening. I think that was your way of saying, okay, with that being said, Andrea, you can close the show. <laughs> yeah. I think I think before we like go off on another tangent, it's probably best that yeah. we allow our listeners to digest everything we talked about 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And we'll see if you, you want to contribute to the conversation, hop into the Facebook group, Date Smarter, Sexier mm-hmm. Podcast. Uh, and yes, by the time you hear this, the conversation is probably going to be pretty far down, but I'm pretty sure you can just do the little search option and do gifts or mm-hmm. love language and it'll pop up. And I'll even stick a hashtag in and as a comment too, so that it's easier for you guys to find. But I would love for your feedback and for you guys to contribute your thoughts in that group. And um, we've had some really awesome conversations in there. So please, please, please join us and all of that fun stuff. And we love you. We appreciate we, you. You're beautiful. Do. Like you listening right now, you're the reason why we do this. And you, you've, those of you watching, if you're still watching <laughs> four seasons, we've been doing this because we really want to help each of you have a better experience with love and dating because it's, I love it when I see people in love. It makes me feel me so too. warm inside. I don't like these abusive relationships where people, there's this whole thing. Before we go, just one more thing. <laughs> On Twitter or 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 in the music industry, there's this, I don't want to say their name because I don't want to dig names or anything, but there's this Good idea. couple who is couple that is very famous right now for domestically abusing each other on camera and that's their claim the fame and people love to see it and i feel like that kind of behavior is only going to make younger people or more impressionable people like be like oh this is how i should be in a relationship i could just hit my husband over the side of his head with a hennessy bottle and it's okay i would like to go on a record and say that is not okay we should not be glamorizing any kind of toxic behavior in relationship you deserve to be hugged not hit with a fucking hennessy bottle that's all i have to say right that kind of shit is for entertainment purposes it's unhealthy it's toxic don't mimic what you see in the media, don't mimic what you see on TV, and don't mimic what you see on social media as well. For just as toxic, sakes. yeah, just as toxic. <laughs> yeah. With that said, follow us on social media. I'm just kidding. Of, yeah, <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> on all the things. <laughs> all the things. Just kidding. Anyways, we love y'all. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, that's a wrap on today's episode, but it's certainly not a wrap on us. Check out my website, datesmartersexier.com, where you can get your copy of my book, sign up for dating courses, or join the matchmaking community. We appreciate you listening to this episode. Please like and follow us on your favorite podcast streaming site. And if you'd like to get involved, shoot us an email at datesmarterpodcast at gmail.com. Whether you'd like to be a guest or simply want your question answered, we're here to help. And remember, all of our questions remain anonymous. Until next time, keep dating smarter. Thank you for listening to this episode of Date Smarter, Sexier. If you'd like more information on how you can be more successful with love and dating, or to schedule a free consultation with me, your dating coach and matchmaker, please visit datesmartersexier.com and please subscribe to this show at your favorite podcast streaming platform. Gentlemen, if you're looking for a company that's all about helping men like you achieve optimal health, wellness, and vitality, you should check out The Gentleman Company. They offer a wide range of natural supplements and wellness products to help men like you feel and perform your best every single day. So for more information, visit www.gentlemen.co. That's gentlemen without the A. You can thank me later.